world demands courage, not cowardice. The free world is looking at the United States with apprehension. The President of the United States has, since the Second World War, been the leader of the free world. He is to lead the free world against the forces of evil, whether they be Nazi, communist, or terrorist. But a powerful establishment in the United States, an alliance of the elites, is trying to ensure that Joe Biden becomes President of the United States. And this is grossly improper for three reasons. Firstly, Biden is totally compromised by a hostile regime, the People's Republic of China. This has been known for some years, particularly in Peter Schweitzer's excellent studies on profiles in corruption in the United States. But it was confirmed when Hunter Biden's laptop was discovered, his solicitor tried to recover it, and the emails on it were in no way questioned by the Biden family. And they revealed, with the corroboration of former business partners, that the Biden family, for a long time, for decades, had been involved and has been involved in selling access and influence at the very heart of the American establishment, selling that access and influence to foreign plutocrats and in particular to the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese Communist Party has paid billions through Hunter Biden into the Biden family. Joe Biden is completely tainted at precisely the time when the West needs strong leadership against China. And no other country needs it more than Australia. Australia needs strong leadership against China, the sort of leadership which President Trump was offering, and Biden, so compromised as he is, may offer words, but he will not follow with actions. That's the first reason. Biden is in the pockets of the communists. The second reason is the constitutional impropriety, the gross constitutional impropriety of what is going on in the United States and in particular in the battleground or marginal states. As Texas demonstrated, the state of Texas demonstrated in the case it brought to the Supreme Court concerning Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, that all those states had violated the United States Constitution in making changes to the electoral law in ways which the Constitution does not allow. It was an open and shut case. The saddest thing about Texas's case was the lack of moral courage and leadership demonstrated by the Supreme Court of the United States. What they needed was the leadership that Lord Mansfield, the British judge, displayed in 1772 concerning a runaway slave, a runaway slave from the American colonies. His owner was trying to recover him in England. Eventually, 
with Quakers and other religious people support, the slave made application to the British courts, and it came on for hearing before Lord Mansfield, who, after a long hearing, eventually gave judgment to the slave in words which were attributed to him, the air of England is too pure for a slave to breathe, let the black go free. Those words have run down the ages. But instead, the justices of the Supreme God of the United States chose to be cowards rather than to actually hear the case. The case, as I said, was open and shut the judges escaped hearing this on the technicality that Texas had no standing in a case which really goes to the very heart of the role of the Supreme Court of the United States, the defense of the Constitution of the United States. There is a long tradition of the Supreme Court of the United States handing down terrible decisions, one before the Civil War in which they upheld the institution of slavery and said it was protected by the Constitution. Another well after the Civil War when they constitutionalized segregation. Another during the Second World War when they allowed Americans to be stripped of their citizenship merely because, although they were born in America, they had Japanese blood running in their veins. And then in recent years, a few decades ago, inventing a constitutional right to abort, which resulted in the disproportionate killing of babies of Afro-American origin. Sadly, the case of Texas and Pennsylvania, because of the consequences of the Supreme Court refusing to do its duty, may well rank with the terrible case of Dred Scott and Sanford, which triggered the Civil War. So that's the second reason. First reason, Biden is compromised by the Communist Party of China, the money of the Communist Party of China. Secondly, to allow this to proceed is in serious breach of the Constitution of the United States because a number of battleground states had changed their electoral laws unconstitutionally and votes were lodged under those unconstitutional provisions. And the third reason, the third reason why this should not go ahead is fraud, massive fraud on an industrial scale. Too many judges have refused to even consider the cases and the American mainstream media has abandoned its role as journals of record, and instead they have become the propaganda arm of the Democratic Party, and they invariably describe the allegations of fraud, the very substantial cases of fraud, as baseless and false. And the little sore echoes in the Australian media repeat that. They claim that Trump has never been able to prove that there has been massive fraud. What happened, as we all know, on the night of the election, all of the figures were demonstrating that Trump had won and he had won in a landslide. Then in the middle of the night, coordinated among the battleground states, suddenly counting was called off, which doesn't normally happen in America, 
allegedly because of the burst main, which was proven later not to have actually happened. Counting was called off. And then when the scrutineers, or as the Americans say, the observers left, when the scrutineers left, counting started again, ballots were delivered, and the results were so implausible. The dumps of votes, votes coming in en masse, which were then registered in the computer, showed extraordinary results, sometimes up to 100% in favour of Biden. All of this was sufficient to change the vote, all in the absence of scrutineers, to Biden instead of Trump. Now, you don't send away the scrutineers because they've got bad breath. You send away the scrutineers, and the courts seemingly seem to allow this, you send them away because you're up to no good, and the no good was massive fraud, fraud on an industrial scale. This is a very sad fact, and more and more evidence is emerging. There are reams of affidavits sworn under penalty of perjury. If anybody lies in an affidavit, particularly with the Democrats being watching these very closely, they will be prosecuted, and if what they have said is untrue, they will go to jail. There are a massive amount of affidavits. There is video evidence. There is evidence taken from the machines which show that they were logged in to changing votes, and all of this is being ignored, and the mainstream media is saying it is, it is not proven, it is fraudulent, there is nothing there. There is a last chance. The last chance is in, on the 6th of January, when the votes of the Electoral College are considered by a joint session of Congress if the courts, in the meantime, don't do their duty, and in particular, the Supreme Court of the United States, which is demonstrating more and more that it is completely useless and dominated by cowardice. But on the 6th of January, there is still an outside chance, and that is if sufficient numbers of Republicans stop being rhinos, that is Republicans in name only, and actually do their duty, they can raise sufficient ob ob objections to the votes in each of the states to force the two houses to consider these again and then even perhaps to have the, the election referred to the House of Representatives. In the House of Representatives, the Congress, the members of the House, the representatives do not vote per head, they vote per state delegation. And if the Republicans were to hold together, the real result would emerge and President Trump would be re-elected President of the United States. This requires the representatives, the Republican representatives and senators to honour their party and to recognise the enormous fraud. Remember, the world needs a strong leader America needs a strong leader, and America needs to be made great as it was under President Trump. This is a very serious issue. The consequences for America and the world will be terrible. As the state of Texas argued in their case to the Supreme Court, 
which the judges didn't even have the decency to hear. They got rid of it with a, on a technicality. Texas said, our country stands at an important crossroads. Either the Constitution matters and must be followed, even when some officials consider it inconvenient or out of date, or is it simply, is simply a, a piece of parchment in the national archives of historical interest only? And it is not only the United States which will suffer if this travesty, this travesty of democracy goes ahead. It will be the West, it will be Australia because we will not have the strong leadership we need we need in relation to our perilous relations with China. The fact is, we Australians, like the Americans, have to take back our country. Thank you.